smart for this a podcast for the smart and superficial girls everywhere and today i am coming at you with a bittersweet episode and by bittersweet i don't mean like anything crazy is happening but i mean like i'm here to drop some knowledge give some advice about daylight savings time and the seasonal changes that are upcoming and i'm like happy to be here to be able to like chat with you guys but i'm so like scared of daylight savings time and like the season and like i know guys like i can't be putting that energy out into the world where it's like omg like something bad is about to happen because then it will happen because you're expecting something bad to happen but i just am already starting to feel so much less like motivation with the change in the i guess sunlight being outside i'm also just physically exhausted from being in new york like literally living in this city is is a physical feat i literally believe that with my whole heart because you can't relax here I've had so many events I've had to go to the past, just the month that I've been here, which I'm so grateful for. I mean, social connection is incredible, but it's exhausting. And it's just like, no, only in New York do you have that many events that you're expected to be at all the time. But today's episode is the last in our balance series. And this series was fun for me because I got to talk to you guys about the systems I use for balance. And then I also experienced a little bit of burnout this month. And I talked to you guys about how I was overcoming that. And that's really just such a testament to why balance is such an interesting topic because I can be here giving you, you know, systems and things like that that have helped me. And I can also be showing you guys on the other side, like how they have failed me in the past and like how I have to constantly be reiterating and rebuilding and stuff like that. And so in this case, I'm talking to you all about like how I'm trying to avoid seasonal depression because clearly I'm prone to it given my most recent feelings and um, the most recent things I've gone through with burnout. And I think like I talked to you guys last week about how I use that mindset of taking care of myself from a place of love as opposed to a place of like beating down on myself to get things done. And so that's the mindset that I'm approaching and trying to combine that with the things that I know just make me feel good, like no matter what. And so I think that something important to note here is I don't want to be mean to myself and beat myself up over these next, you know, few months as we transition into having like daylight savings time and stuff like that, but I also really don't want to you know, lose myself and get back to that place of I have no lust for life anymore, you know? So at this point, it's like, okay, girl, what are we going to do now that we have these learnings? We know what works and what doesn't work. How are we going to apply that to life now? Because it's only getting busier. It's only getting harder. It's only getting wilder. So with that all being said, let's jump into the smart and superficial tip of the week, and then we will chat the three things that I do to deal with the seasons changing. Okay, guys, so my smart tip of the week is this book called Harvard Business Review's 10 Must Reads on Entrepreneurship and Startups. So Harvard Business Review makes all the is is a, a publication published by Harvard Business School, and it has a bunch of articles with a lot of research and they compile like the most popular and the most helpful of them into these little books that you can buy 
one-off. And so I got the one on entrepreneurship and startups. And I think it's really helping me with business. So if you're someone who's interested in business, like this is a great thing to to dive into. But additionally, they have them for things like venture capital, banking, human resources, marketing, stuff like that. And so if you're trying to break into a new industry or if you're trying to connect with you know, someone or trying to learn more about something or be better at your job, I think these would be a great thing for you to pick up. And you can just read one article every day and it's super easy. So that's my smart tip. My superficial tip is gonna have to be the new brush that I got. It's a makeup application brush that I got from Refi Beauty. I love it. I saw Monet McMichael use it in her last, in all of her videos, honestly, back in the day. And I'm so impressed with it. I ordered it as, and I really like it. It doesn't clean as well as my other Sephora number 70 brushes that you all know I've used for years. I really like how it applies. So highly recommend. I'll, I would check it out if I were you. All right, now we're going to jump into, oh my God, daylight savings. So for me personally, there are three things that I prioritize when it comes to daylight savings. And I also have to say that I also have MS. And so sometimes my my choices to make for my health are different and they have they come with a lot of trauma and a lot of like back story that is very annoying but I still want to be pretty honest with you guys because this like seasonal change is scaring me but the bright side of it is that I am moving back to LA for the winter so I'm gonna be there for at least November December probably January February too and I'm so excited because I love my LA apartment and I miss it so so much and I can't wait to be there Jeff is coming with me so we're gonna have so much fun and I I'm going to have that warmth every day, but that doesn't mean that the sun doesn't still set at 4 o'clock p.m., which sucks. So there are three things that I like to prioritize when this shift happens every year. And I did go to school in Chicago, y'all. I went to Northwestern and winter quarter was always hell, but I always, you know, figured it out by doing some things like this. So the first is hydration and supplements. So definitely talk to a doctor about supplements and stuff like that because it's not something that you can just like decide out of nowhere. And I have signed up for Parsley Health where they essentially, in addition to my regular doctors, they give you a practitioner, like an actual MD and a health coach to help you. And I've been doing it and I get like blood drawn and they look at the super specific numbers that are more in depth than what a doctor's office would look at. And that's where they determine your, what is it called? Like deficiencies in different vitamins and minerals. And then they develop plans for you based on that. And I separately always take vitamin D and B12 in the winter time because I know that it's like very, those vitamin D is what you get from the sun, obviously. And a lot of women are vitamin D deficient and B12 is something that contributes to your energy that my mom is very deficient in. And so I've always been like really on top of that. And so taking supplements, I think is just something that even if you don't feel, even if like, I feel like it's sometimes like a placebo too. It's like, even if your doctor not like, hey girl, you need to take these supplements. Like, I still feel like it does make a difference for you because you feel it's like an action to take care of your body. And so I like to take them at lunch. I don't like to um, take them in the morning because it's something that 
will fuck up my stomach. So I always do that. And the other part of this is getting enough hydration. And I talked about this in my most recent YouTube videos about how like the past few months, I've been so off on my water intake and I think it's really affecting me. I used to be so, so good about my water intake and now I'm like really, I just really fell off. Instead of just being like, ugh, I'm so bad at water, I like made the conscious choice to like make a new habit, implement it into my life, knowing that I've done it before. I bought a new Brita filter, I bought my favorite water bottle, and now I am back on my water intake take. And so I have my Brita filter. I have the Simple Modern Tumbler, a 24-inch one. I try to do three to five of those per day. And that really helps me. And if you guys have trouble with remembering to take supplements or drink water, I have ADHD, so I always forget. I like to leave them out sitting on my counter and that makes it so much easier to remember. And then I put them back when I'm done and then the night before I go, like right before I go to bed, I take out everything and sit it there so I remember that it's time to take my supplements and drink my water. And then I have my smart home devices. I'm not going to say her name because she will go off. Remind me to drink water or take my supplements at certain times. And I loved, I think this is like my favorite hack as someone with ADHD is using all my different reminders apps because even though they are like it's if you don't see it you won't do it and sometimes I don't like to see things because clutter makes me crazy so to hear it really helps me personally so the other thing that I'm doing is daily gratitude and affirmations and so this is something I've done for a long time after I got into journaling it was something I would do every morning but I really do notice that I don't feel centered when I don't take a second to write in the morning. So something I've been implementing again is that like moment in the morning, it takes two minutes to write down the following three things, gratitude, goals, and affirmations. So gratitude is my like the things I'm grateful for. And instead of just writing down like the obvious, I try to think about a moment in the previous day where I was like, oh, thank God that happened. That sort of appreciation instead of like, oh, I'm grateful for my apartment. Like I'm grateful for my apartment every day. But what about that one random thing yesterday, like where I walked into the train station and the train was there right on time and I got to my destination on time and I felt really great about it. That is where I'm trying to cultivate that feeling of gratitude, not the passive gratitude. So I write those down. I write like five things. Then the other thing is my five goals. And so this really helps me because as someone who has my hands in so many different pots, I have my business, I have my content creation, which has its own like little streams, and I have my job. It's so crucial for me to actually sit down and remember why I do what I do. So I have my little like mission statement like that changes really every day. It's like, okay, Alexis, why are you working so hard right now? Write out the goals. Like, what do I want for my life? To just remind me like who I am. And then the third thing is affirmations. So affirmations are something that at first I was like, this is fucking stupid. Genuinely. I was like, okay, what's this got to do with me? And then when I started saying them, I started posting them on my Instagram story like over a year ago now where I was like, okay, hey baddies, remember this. And every morning, my little affirmations that I post are what I need to hear that day. So if I'm posting, hey girl, don't forget that you wouldn't be in this room if you didn't belong there. That's because I'm having imposter syndrome that day. Actually sitting down and being like, okay, 
let me write out the things that I need to hear today. It's like a form of giving yourself therapy, of giving yourself the love that you don't have and giving yourself the direction that you don't have. So I sit down and write out my affirmations like my success is inevitable or like I trust myself, I trust my abilities in this certain area of my life. Like if I have a presentation that day or if I need to be really creative that day, I write about how I've been creative. And so those affirmations are so crucial for me to just feel better about myself. And something I'm going to do soon, y'all, is I'm going to launch the affirmations in the form of text messages completely for free. I just know a lot of you all, including myself, don't like to jump on social media first thing in the morning, but you still want to have that like burst of positivity into your day. So I am going to start sending them out via text. You can sign up for those in the link down below and those will start sending November 1st. But I just like, I think having like having that daily reminder of who you are in the morning before you start approaching your day and having people ask you for things or start to tell you who you are, start to question different things in society, it really does center you. And it is something that when I don't do it by mid-afternoon, I'm having a panic attack. The third thing is movement. Oh God, movement. So I, you guys know walking is like my everything. I walk at least 12,000 steps a day now, but it's kind of been up to like 20K recently because I've had so much anxiety with relaunching the robes and it's good anxiety. Like that's what's hard about anxiety is like things don't have to be wrong for you to be anxious. When a lot of things are happening, my body just processes it by just my heart beating so fast I can't even breathe. So I've been doing a lot of movement to try to get over that. And I'm actually going to attempt when I get back to LA and maybe this week too, to work out in the morning to see if that helps my anxiety at all. I don't know if that will help in the morning or if it might help if I do it in the afternoon, but I wanted to try it. My doctor had said it's probably better to do it in the morning for sleep reasons, but I don't really have too many sleep problems. So we'll have to see ladies and gents, but movement and making sure that you're walking, especially in the morning to, to get that like stagnant energy out is crucial, but also in the evening. I think I've started using movement in the evening as the form of like, okay, now I'm turning my brain off. Like I'll write my to-do list and then go on like a walk in the evening and then come home, shower, make dinner. It's just a perfect ritual. Some other favorite things for daylight saving season, which is a painful time, are using or is like getting the lighting in your house set specifically. So I have Philips Hue lights, which are basically like you can change the lights in each room to different colors. And I have those automated so that they turn on in the morning and they turn out and then they turn red at night so that it's like, okay, it's time to go to bed. And that really helps you like train your body and your circadian rhythm in a better way. Another thing is going through and bookmarking all the recipes that you want to make so that you can get excited about cooking. Like And like finding some way to get excited about cooking, I think helps a lot because when it's dark at 4.45 p.m., I just get so, I'm like, okay, it's bedtime. Like I'm ready to go to sleep. Like I feel like those hours get wasted a lot for me. And when I have the excitement, like, OMG, I get to cook this like fun dish with my boyfriend. 
and it's only six o'clock PM and I'm like, it's dead dark outside. I can still be excited about doing that. So I downloaded the NYT cooking app, New York Times cooking. And I went through and I bookmarked a bunch of like fall recipes that I'm excited to make. And I think that'll be fun because it'll like keep me excited for my evenings. Cause I struggle the most with the evenings with daylight savings time. Cause I just don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't know how I'm going to like stay enthused or excited. So those are two other tips that are really helping me. Of course, just not beating yourself up and reminding and making sure that you have social engagements that are lined up is going to be so helpful because when you don't see people for a long time and then like they ask you to go out, but you're like, oh, it's dark. That's never good for you. So try to try to go out or see someone or schedule a FaceTime date with a friend for at least once a week so that you don't isolate. Rituals and routines, even though they're going to feel like they can feel taxing at this time, are truly what gets me through the dead of winter. And I've survived many a winter. So I hope these ones help you the most. I love you all so, so much. The podcast will be back to regular guest interviews very, very soon. And if you are loving the show, please leave us a review because it really helps I feel like I am going to have to make some sort of change in my life soon um, because I have so much going on and I have to just look at the data to see what helps me and what hurts me the most. And I really don't want to have to give up the podcast because it's like, I don't want, I actually make zero dollars from doing this, but I spend a lot of money to keep it going. So um, I really, really, really want the show to grow. So if you all can share it with people, leave reviews, that would mean so much to me so that I can keep doing it and keep justifying putting so much time, money, and energy into it. And with that all being said, thank you so much for being here and for listening for this long, if you have, because it means a lot to me. I love being able to connect with you all and provide tangible tips and guidance and I really hope that it helps everyone so I will chat with you very very soon and don't forget you are too smart to not love yourself thank you so much for listening to too smart for this I am so grateful that you took the time out of your day to take a listen to these conversations if you're looking for more content don't forget to follow us on instagram at two collective and don't forget to follow me your host alexis barber on the gram tiktok as well don't forget you can also watch our solo episodes on youtube so be sure to subscribe to my youtube channel alexis barber and we do a weekly giveaway of pr products or amazon gift cards cards to girls who leave great reviews down below. So please make sure to leave your reviews and follow us on Instagram to be notified in case you win. And with that, do not forget that you are too smart to not love yourself and see you in the next episode.